are back for episode three of Speech with Rach. Hope you guys are all doing awesome today. Um, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. I'm actually heading to Los Angeles later today. Um, I have close family and friends from when I lived in Los Angeles, um, which if you did not know that, I did my clinical fellowship year in Los Angeles. That's right, I'm a Chicago girl, headed to LA, and now I'm in Denver. But that is a whole nother story for another episode. On today's episode, I wanted to start again with a positive affirmation for you all. And this affirmation is going to relate to our topic that we're discussing today. Today's affirmation is one that I actually started using with my kiddos and realized that it totally applies to myself as well. And that is, I choose to have an amazing day. I choose to have an amazing day. Now, the reason I got to this affirmation was a few weeks ago, I listened to an incredible life-changing podcast on the Kathy Heller show where she interviewed Jim Quick. And he is just a mastermind in, I mean, all things life really. And he said a quote that really stuck with me very profoundly. And he said, life is the sea between B and D. Life is the choices you make between birth and death. And that's really all it is. It's a series of choices. So by knowing that it's a choice, why not choose to be positive, to be amazing? And listen, guys, I get it. It is so much easier said than done, especially when you feel like the universe just does not want you to succeed that day. I remember the other day I woke up early to see a kiddo and they canceled. And then I said, okay, I'm going to go and get myself a coffee. And I got there and I left my credit card at home. And then I got back to my car and I had a ticket. <laughs> and I could have freaked out. I could have said, dear God, why? But instead I said, I'm going to learn something from this. I'm going to acknowledge it, say that sucks, and let it go. And tell myself, I choose to have an amazing day. And the rest of the day is going to be positive for me. I am choosing that. Y'all, your thoughts are so powerful. You are so powerful. So today, this week, I challenge you to choose to have an amazing day. Regardless of what unexpected experiences pop up. And speaking of being positive, this week's question is all about maintaining positivity during an evaluation. So the question is, how do you keep an evaluation positive? So first off, I think right off the bat, when we hear evaluation, we are focusing on what we can fix, what is wrong. And while it's important to be diagnostic and make sure we are assessing a child's needs, I think it's more important 
to come at it from an angle of saying, okay, what can we highlight that's working? And what else can we support and develop? Not what is wrong or delayed, but what needs a little extra support and development. And when we're having evaluations, it's important that we frame it this way with our parents too. I'm sure you guys know from your own experiences, even if you get 10 pieces of positive feedback, you'll tend to focus on the one negative piece, right? And I don't love leading with that or closing with that just because it makes it so much more likely for parents to only focus on what is wrong. Instead, I create a little like positivity sandwich to work things in. And when I'm talking to parents, instead of going right to the problem, we always start with strengths. And I say, what is something your kiddo does well? It can be anything. does not have to be related to speech or language. Let's just list some positive characteristics. And you're starting the evaluation out on a positive note. And then you can go into the question about concerns. But again, instead of saying, so what's wrong? What's the issue? I phrase it as, what is something you want your child to do that they aren't doing right now? Right? What's a skill? What's something you want to see from your kiddo that you're currently not seeing? And with that question, I think again that it phrases it of there's always room for growth for this skill and we're going to get there versus saying it's not there. What are we going to fix? Now, after going through concerns or abilities with parents, And again, this is a very condensed version. I'm just showing you the importance of starting with positive and ending with positive, right? So we first started with strengths, right? What are some things that your kiddo does well? Then we moved on to some concerns. What's something you want your kiddo to do that they're just not doing at this moment? And then... Oh man, guys, we sucker punch them with my favorite question, which is, what is your favorite thing about your child? And this is when I see parents light up. They can go on and on about what they love about their kiddo. And then when we're finished with that, they're left feeling positive and acknowledging and appreciating all of the positive traits and experiences they have with their kiddo. Now, one other thing that I also think it's important to highlight are the parent strengths. I don't know about you guys, but I am a very functional, play-based therapist. I like to see how the child is interacting with the parent in their natural environment, right? What does it look like when they're playing? And part of this is watching and giving feedback to the parents as well. And the same thing, highlighting all the positive skills. I am always telling my parents, wow, you are doing blank strategy and you don't even realize it. Or I tell them, thank you for being an advocate for your child 
and coming for support for them. Thank you for agreeing to working at making their language and communication better. Thank you for supporting them and giving them a roof over their head. Also, you are doing the best that you can, mom and dad. We see you. We appreciate you. Just as much as we're giving our kids feedback, we're also giving our parents feedback. Because at the end of the day, like I said, they are the most important member of the team. While speech therapists are powerful, we're only with the kiddo once or twice a week. And parents are there nonstop. So our job is to keep it positive for both parents and kiddo and empower both of them with strategies and abilities. I mean, I really truly could go on and on about how I try to put a positive spin on everything, but that is such a broad topic. (laughs) However, I hope this helped you have a positive mindset when you go into your next eval. Jot down some notes. Also take a peek on my Instagram. I know I posted about this a while ago where I gave a little visual on the questions that I ask parents and how I give positive feedback during evaluations as well. I am sending you all love and light. I need to go finish packing. (laughs) Thank you for taking the time to join me today and I'll see you next week.